Burlesque Stripped Down, episode number 59. Welcome back once again, my friends. Velvet O'Claire here, your guide, as always, to all of the secrets of everybody, of all of the peeps behind the tassel. Sometimes we have sexy secrets. It's true. I mean, it's a sexy, you know, industry. We have lots of nudity. There's lots of butts and boobs and, you know, bulges. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the nice way to say that. But we've also got some unsexy secrets, too. You know, like last week when Fifi tells us all about getting her nose bashed in. So for those of you who did not listen last week, yeah, we had the first half of Fifi LaRue's interview. She's an Irish uh, circus performer and burlesque performer and just all around amazing human being. And we talked all about her journey. We also talked a little bit, a lot of bit, really, about failure and what that means and her approach to it, which is just so refreshing and so inspiring. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back. That's episode number 58. Um, you'll be able to find both of these, of course, at burlesquestripdown.com slash Fifi, F-I-F-I. And we're going to go ahead and just jump right back in today with the continuation of my interview with Fifi LaRue. Here you go. Long story short, people just fucking be nice to each other. All right. Just be nice. I just be nice to each other and let's let's not spend time on Facebook. Also that. I'm so bad yes. for that. I have to try really, really hard. I very deliberately stopped posting stuff on my Facebook page because like, you know, being a performer, it's it's not essentially your private page anymore. It's all part, your, all part of your brand and all part of your business. And sometimes some things don't fly with other people. Sometimes other things I'm totally okay with like, you know, flying the flag for in terms of Ireland. I will fly the flag hugely for being pro-choice because we don't have our right to our body over here, which is kind mm. of really upsetting. Um, yeah, but then yeah. other things, you know, if I know it's going to stir some shit, I'm like, I'll just not post that on my page. Then, then the reason I don't like commenting on Facebook is not because I don't want to have these discussions. It's just that Facebook, just like the YouTube comments, just like all of these, you know, it encourages that anonymity. And so people are just mean instead of yeah. trying to help each other understand. Because I've made mistakes in things that I've said before. You know, I've commented things that weren't accurate, that weren't right. And, you know, and people have been, some people are nice about it and some people are not so nice about it. So it's, again, and it's having that patience with people, even if we feel we have to teach them, you know, on both sides of it. Yeah. So it's, it's also like English doesn't really translate well for tone. Yes, there's so, that too. Like mm -hmm. there's there's Facebook groups where I know people who don't really like the group, but it's also like some things are written in a particular way, which can be interpreted a complete polar opposite than what's meant. And it can turn into, it can feel a very negative space where it's not meant to be a negative space. Um, and sometimes you just need to remind yourself uh, that, okay, they might, it's, it's been something that I've been trying to do and that I will try my really, really hardest to see the positive in everybody uh, because they might mean it, they might say it in one way on Facebook, but they might mean it entirely different. And I know that from my own experience where I've had kind of like head bangings with certain organizations and that who... I'm pretty sure they think that I'm problematic, but in reality, I think that they just don't translate my English properly when I'm talking to them. Um, mm -hmm. And it's also just because 
you know, I'm really pedantic when it comes to organizing. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. But yeah. yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I and mean, there's so many elements to this. You know, there's so many nuances. And we're all, you know, we're all still in the early stages of this communication by, you know, I, I, mean, I guess, I mean, no, the written word, obviously, letters and things. But this, you know, instant communication yeah. via the internet is, I mean, it's early stages. We, ha- we haven't all figured out how to handle ourselves yet, you know, and there's a lot of hate around in the world now. And that kind of comes out. It just feels like it's amplified so much more and I yes, think people absolutely. are like feeling that there's so much more of it now but I also don't think that there is so much more of it I think that it's just the case that we have this we know every single one of us have a platform that we can kind of stand on at the edge of the street only our edge of the street is the internet and we can stand on our little box and we can stand on our little soapbox and we can all shout but because it's this now new platform whereas originally you would have just had your close group of friends who you would have gone down to the pub with or gone to classes with, etc., etc. You now have, I have like 1,500 friends on Facebook and, you know, I don't know, I might not know who the majority of them are, but they can all see what I post and it's like just an amplified thing and I think people just feel like there's so much more hatred when in reality I think that there's the same amount of hatred and the same amount of love, it's just louder. Yeah, that's a really good point, especially, you know, because I've, I've heard that kind of sentiment before talking about like as far as the actual violence in the world, like it seems yeah. like we've had an increase in terror attacks. It seems like we've had an increase in all of these things. And then people argue that, no, actually, it's still the same. It's just that we hear about it more often because we've got this news. But I think you're right on the more micro scale as well, you know, like as far as individual, it does seem like especially with um, some current events here in America, <laughs> I feel that there's more hatred in my country but you're right. I think it's just that certain people feel um, they just have a platform for it now. And also they're encouraged by um, certain events and certain leaders of our country that make them feel empowered to spread these messages yeah. of hate. But I digress. That is not the point. This is not the platform for that. Um, listen, Phoebe, I am loving talking with you, but I want to make sure that we get, um, I have a couple other quick questions that I'd like to ask everybody, and I want to make sure that I get a chance to ask you. I have had so many people where I'm just loving our conversation, and I feel like we could talk for like two, three hours, but I don't feel like anyone would listen. But you are like the second or third person, at least, that's told me that maybe you actually would listen. Because what's happening is I think we're both getting into a flow and as a listener if, if you're listening to people who are also on a flow you you kind of join well this is from my own experience that yeah. I've joined in on your own flow and I've had a few times where I'm like oh no I, I didn't want that to finish <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome and you know I, I've thrown this out there before so if you are listening and you are also one of these people who would like longer episodes like let me know because I just don't I'm trying to you know I don't get a ton of feedback on the podcast so I'm kind of like guessing at what you all want <laughs> and I'm just kind of like doing what I think you guys want but if you don't tell me what you want then I don't know so send me an email velvet at burlesquestripdown.com and just like let me know when you listen to the podcast what you know what ideal length is for you whether you like the, whether you feel like Fifi and you've been listening and like you're like oh man it's over you know or if you're like god this is going on way too long I just need to know just tell me these things <laughs> also if you're an editor I mean I, I don't know if I can do three hour episodes because I can't handle the editing so if you're an audio editor and you want to contribute to that you can also let me know because that's a lot of work 
So. I wasn't even thinking about the amount of work. I was just being completely selfish. Like, no, no, absolutely. Like, like like we are. And I that's, you know, I, I would love to. Do, I mean, initially this podcast started twice a week because that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted it to be twice a week. And then I very quickly realized, um, no, that's not going to happen, especially because I really detest. I detest the audio editing part of it. I love yeah. like doing the interviews and stuff, but the editing, like I will put it off and put it off and put it off. So. Okay, this is a newer question that I've just started asking people, but I think it's really interesting to hear different people's answers. We have so many different definitions of burlesque. So I would love to hear if someone was, you know, particularly like a like a burly virgin, right? A burlesque virgin who didn't really understand what it was in one or two sentences. How would you define burlesque and what you do? It's, it's something that I found that I can't actually <laughs> define, but I think that's what's good. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious to know, because like, I think a lot of us feel this kind of like, we, we all kind of agree that it's kind of this elusive concept, yeah. but I'm just curious to know what people tell people. You know, like if like I never know what to tell people, you know, I date and like I'm on Tinder. Right. And so like somebody will be like, oh, well, I don't really know what burlesque is. Like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, God, like, how do I like. So I'm really just asking you for selfish reasons. I'm basically asking you to tell me what to tell them because I just don't know anymore. I'm trying to like think about how I would tell somebody who say if I'm working at like a corporate gig and they're like, oh, right. I'm trying to think about like how I would respond to them. I think like, you know naturally I would just be like it's, it's amazing <laughs> that's what it is it's amazing it's not like freaking the movie obviously yeah no, no. That. Um, but it's, it's just an experience and it's a show I do think everyone should experience it a little bit like at least once in their life uh, mm. but that's also because I believe in don't knock it till you try it also yes <laughs> like, very I don't very like to think that I can have an opinion on something until I try it <laughs> um, I kind of want to call my mom and be like, mom, how would you define that? (laughs) No, I think that's, I think those are some good points. You know, it's like something that you have to experience. It's, you know, I mean, there's simple ways of saying it's a performance art, this or that, you know, but. It is. Like for me, it's kind of like a funny thing because it is very much my life right now. So it's trying to describe something that is normal for me to something that might not be normal to someone else. So like for me, if I was to try and allure someone in it's affordable glamour <laughs> nice <laughs> i like it um it's like it would be an evening that you can just completely leave everything behind and just go and enjoy and if you go to a good show it's quite literally like you know i think we've had these conversations in ireland before where you can just put on something and it might be from pennies or primark um which is like mm-hmm. our i don't know what they would be over in the states um yeah like walmart and, <laughs> yeah kind of. like you, you just kind of like go and you dress up to the nights like we'd all go and wear ball gowns um which looked like they were really expensive but again in true burlesque <laughs> fashion because it's like the parody of like the opera here and whatnot it's really just completely glittery gown that I got for 20 euro Um, and you just go and you fall into this world and it's just beautiful and you get to see people express themselves on stage and be extremely liberated do something that at least in Ireland it's very feminist I'm trying to combine feminist and queer because it's a very feminist and queer led feminist I like it (laughs) Feminist. Um, it's a new thing, guys. Hashtag feminist. <laughs> so it's, it's 
like in Ireland at least it's a very feminist-led and queer-led industry where we have so many subcultures come into this one room and they all blend perfectly and they make a salad and it works out really really well and it's just lovely and it's it's a really good form of escapism like if you want to just take a break from a normal nine-to-five job and go look at people who look like they're dripping in gold in reality their costume has cost 50 euro but it's just that that beautiful enjoyment of the night where you can just go and really just see how people have expressed themselves on the stage be extremely passionate because nobody who's on that stage doesn't like what they're doing it's all because they feel like they have something that they want to give to you and thankfully with ireland this this has gone way past one or two sentences yeah i was gonna say you've gone a little (laughs) over But I love what I love the concept that you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, thankfully in Ireland, it's something that we can use to voice ourselves and mm-hmm. to voice like whether it's our politics or not. And um, each one will have like a little sub category thing, <laughs> if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have the likes of Bella Gogo, who runs a whole steampunk night, and that's for like the one steampunk event in the year that all the steampunkers can come out and enjoy steampunk-inspired routines. Um, and then you have more things like my friends uh, Lola Gray and Bonnie Jean. Um, there might be one other person, but I can't remember. I'm so sorry. Don't kill me. <laughs> um, are putting on uh, a repeal act because over in Ireland, we still have the Eighth Amendment, which means that we can't uh, have abortions, which sounds really black and white when I say it that way. But basically, we are treated as second-class citizens in our country. Um, and it's extremely frustrating because we have people who, you know, even with their children who will be born still or born with facial normalities and they are essentially terminal, they have to fly over. I read this really upsetting article today of someone who had to fly over to Liverpool, uh, give birth to her daughter, because she's still very much taught that she was her daughter, even though she's like, because I know uh, anti-choice people are like, yeah, sorry, don't know why that's the voice that I give them. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they pretty much all talk like that. And that's yeah, I've heard them all. But yeah. yeah, so she flew over to Liverpool to have the procedure, uh, gave birth to her child, and spent a few hours with her child, and then she had to fly home to Ireland uh, because she just couldn't afford to be there with her child. And the child had a funeral without her parents, and then the child got couriered back to Ireland. And she had to sign for the child's ashes at her door because like like she had an order off Amazon because we do not have a right to choose. We do not have a right for our body for even just something as simple as that. Um, I'm very much of the opinion that it doesn't it's no one's opinion but yours as to what you do with your body Mm. but you know there's other people who are like oh it should only be for that and you know x y and z I'm just like any progress is good progress (laughs) Um, right right it's a complicated thing and and trust me I I feel you because even though it's you know technically legal I mean current administration here is wanting to take us backwards so yeah a lot of of the people so I, I I feel you and I mean we try not to get too too political but I think that's one that I would think that most people listening to this podcast, I mean, a lot of us I feel hope. that way. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, if, if, if not, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean to offend anybody, but we can have a conversation about this later. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'll, I'll happily have conversations with, well, won't happily, but I will have conversations with people right. who define themselves as pro-life because, you know, you, you need, I do find having that conversation helps with right. progressing. It's true. Um, 
But yeah, oh, that went out. So anyway, essentially, um, you can use it as a platform to do something as amazing as that and hold a charity event. And then you can also go to the, like, the other polar aspect and have a super glamorous event, um, yeah, yeah. like our burlesque and cabaret social club that happens mm. like two or three times a year. That's like our big... You know, that's like the wet spot for Dublin. <laughs> Ugh. See, now you've just got me because I am a huge like I love Ireland. I mean, I'm half Irish and like I lived there for a while and I just it's the one place. I mean, even though I lived in Paris technically longer, but I, Ireland is the one place that like it feels like home to me. And um, gosh, now you just got me wanting to come back and like just see all the us, Irish burlesque things and be there. I think we're really good at making people feel like home. <laughs> Um, it's true it's yeah. true because mm-hmm. I like I don't know if I said it in the actual interview or I said it in our pre-chats because we've been talking for so long it's true um, it's great <laughs> but I feel extremely lucky uh, to be able to call the Irish burlesque scene my home because it's one of the places because you know I've, I've very luckily been able to travel particularly within the last year uh, to the likes of the UK and that uh, within my burlesque career and I've experienced a bit of the politics between certain groups. I'm not, I don't believe in getting involved in it because, you know, it's not my circus and not my monkeys. Not my monkeys, <laughs> yes, love that quote, yeah. <laughs> but in Ireland, I think it's like one of the few places where we do genuinely have this huge, but it's also not that big, <laughs> this little family of burlesque people. And because thankfully we've had a competition, uh, which is our huge one, Miss Burlesque Ireland, which Excuse me, sorry, I just had the burp there. Sorry. <laughs> you can leave that in if you want. Yeah, that's all right. I don't edit burps out. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. I mean, there, there's pretty much wind coming all at the end of the time. <laughs> love it. Uh, love this it. is why we have so many wind turbines in Ireland. I should stop talking <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're like, I feel extremely privileged to the fact that Ireland, you know, we have such a huge competition at the same time. We're not competitive because I think through that competition, we've made extremely strong bonds with each other. Yeah. We've learned that if we help other people get better, we'll get better. And the Irish scene is getting so, like, not that it wasn't already, but at the moment, we have so many people going to the likes of uh, the Berlin Burlesque Festival or week um, and then over to Heaven Bridge, uh, Santina Spitfire, who is unfortunately emigrating stupid person why are you leaving me i hate you so much <laughs> she's emigrating to canada uh, oh. and she just announced today that she's going to be in the toronto breast festival i think it was which is like such a huge deal for an irish That's performer yeah. um and i'm just sitting here because you know i've been pushing myself in the last year and now i'm seeing everybody else pushing themselves and i'm like this is what we need to do because we're such a fantastic community and i really want people to get to experience us because like we are quite literally a huge big cuddle puddle um, yeah. and you can come in and like you know I think some stuff happened within the burlesque community like at the start of this month and it was a bit shit and it was a bit bleak and it was a bit upsetting um, and I just kind of wanted to because you know this is one thing that in some ways it can be really bad and in other ways like for this instance it was, it's kind of really good and refreshing uh, because mm-hmm. we are so small Sometimes Ireland, uh, or some of the scene in Ireland, can be a little bit ignorant of what's happening in the burlesque scene outside of the world. And as I said, sometimes it can be bad because, you know, the more you know, the better. Because um, it's always good to learn and to educate yourself. But then sometimes when shit is exploding on the internet and you have this bubble that you can go to and people don't know what's happened and we're all just kind of happy 
and we're all okay and it's really nice and refreshing and I think it's something that's needed because I know for I, I noticed a few performers were thinking about hanging up the heels after a good few things happened um, and even myself it was the first time within my own career that I was like a little bit apprehensive or just lackluster but I think that also came for April's just not a good month um, for me but it was just all these things added up and then I was like but then I have Ireland where I can go and be really happy with people and like really excited and there's like a group of us who've also just started this uh, performance lounge where we'll meet up and all express new ideas for acts and that and it's just That's this really awesome. supportive open group and I'm like yes if you support everybody they'll get better and then because they're getting better you'll get better because you know if you're only comparing yourself to yourself well yeah you should only ever compare yourself to yourself but at the same time if you keep all your secrets to yourself you're not going to grow right you know? right <laughs> it's like Daniel Sear who made the Sear wheel um if he kept that Sear wheel to himself it would have just stayed in one thing and now it's gone throughout like it's 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 I don't know if it's recent well it would be a recent enough prop because Daniel Sear is still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it's become this new thing where like it's it's traveled the world and so many people are pushing what the Sear wheel is. Um, and then for those who don't know the Sear wheel is just this giant metal wheel which the person kinda like the Vitruvian man stands inside and twirls around. It's like a giant hula hoop. Um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You know, if you help other people grow, I find that you help yourself grow as well. Definitely. So Ireland's lovely. Everyone should come to us. Everybody should apply to the Dublin Burlesque Festival, the Galway Burlesque Festival, the Belfast Burlesque Festival. I also run an Emporium series. Uh, uh, yes. I yeah, to talk about that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. There's just so much to talk about and not enough time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I always run an Emporium series. Uh, so we just had the Springtime Emporium and I had a fantastic review that pretty much made me cry. Read enough about it. And it's just combining uh, burlesque with alternative traders in one of cool. the Irish scene's favorite venues, which is the Liquor Rooms. And it's like this old speakeasy. And you actually go under a hotel into it. And oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Uh, if you just come back to Ireland and go to that uh, that venue, it's just what you need because it's all vintage cocktails as well. Um, but I run a amazing. series there. Um, and then a big part of that series is I always want there to be at least one international performer um, at it because for a while it got that all the Irish shows weren't really having an international performer. Um, mm. And I'm like, we are awesome. But I also want some of the people who sure. might not travel to see what else is out there. So, you know, if you ever want to um, apply, there will be applications opening at com. All right, good to know. Nobody else apply. This is mine. No, I got it. I'm just kidding. Everybody should apply to that. That's awesome. Someday we'll have like a burlesque strip down meetup in in Ireland and we'll do all the things. All the things. I have to go on tour. It'll be great. Anybody want a burlesque strip down tour? Would anybody come see me? I don't know. We'll see. Come and perform for me. I'll just have one, just you and my show, and that's all. <laughs> yes, yes, sounds great. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's go ahead and get through our last two sections that I do with every single person. This first one is pick your poison. Okay. And, you know, you've probably heard it before if you've listened to the show. Basically, I have, you know, we've gotten, you and I have gotten super deep. We've talked about a lot of really important things, but now we want to go back a little superficial. And <laughs> I've got 10 different questions, but I'm only going to ask you to answer one of them. And it's going to okay. be random. Randomly selected, so I would like you to pick any number one through ten. I would like number five because number five is my favorite number. 
Number five. Oh, I like this one. Okay. This is, this is a good insight into someone. It seems simple, but it's a really good insight. What, what do you order at the bar or the, or at the coffee shop? What's your go-to order? Oh, well, so my go-to order is a chai latte at the ca- coffee shop. Uh, Me too. Read. We are the same person. <laughs> same birthday, same everything. It's great. Um, I can't drink coffee because I feel like I'm on drugs. Uh, I kind of used to do a lot of drugs, so I think that could be why. Plus, it tastes tastes disgusting, though. I don't understand why people drink coffee. It's awful. It tastes horrible, people. Learn this. The way I define it is that it tastes like the devil's cum. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's what it tastes like, everyone. Yes, yes, you heard it it here. That is what coffee is, the devil's cum. Um, If I'm going to the bar... Gin and tonic is my favorite drink. It was my mum's drink and my granny's drink. And, you know, it's a good classic. Or if they don't have that, I am obsessed with foxes. And in Ireland, we have a drink called Orchard Thieves, which is a really nice cider. Uh, which also, when I was in the States, you guys had no cider. Like, you had non-alcoholic cider, but oh my God, where is your cider? Why did It's you here now. Don't worry, Fifi, it's here now. I was, I was in the same boat. Okay. Like, I had never heard of cider before, alcoholic cider. And then I lived in Ireland from 2006 to 2007. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. I love cider yeah. so much. And then I come back here and there's nothing. But now we have all sorts of cider and you can get it everywhere. It's, be- oh, really? it's finally a big thing now. Mm-hmm. Back in 2013, um, when I was with the circus, I think I only yeah. managed to get cider once. Yeah, I believe it. 100%. Like nobody had it. Even now here I can get, because when I lived in Cork, I um, there was a couple bars that had recorder leg. I don't know if you know that cider. No, I don't think so. No. It's like a, it's it's a Swedish cider or apparently in Sweden they call it recorder leg. Apparently Ooh. that's how you pronounce it. I don't really know. But whatever. It's We anglicize it and it's a, record, yeah. or a recorder leg. Um, and it's kind of like a fruity. They have different flavors and it's like a fruity. So it's really sweet. And when I was living in Ireland, man, I would knock like six or seven of those back. Now I can't drink that many of them. I can have like two. But I can find it here in the States. And that was, that was the huge – that was the moment that I knew ciders had made it because – like that's a rare one and we have that here now too which is great if you if you happen to have orchard tea if you like kind of sweet ciders because this one it's not yeah like yeah. super sweet um but it's so good so it's cool. just orchard teas and it has a little fox on it and nice it also tastes really good and i'm also, gonna have to I check think, that out um, yeah yeah the liquor rooms where i have my event was also like the den they had their lunch night there as well so that kind of makes me love my venue a little bit more not my venue sorry yeah everybody's venue the venue you know everybody loves it yeah that's so cool awesome awesome all right and now let's move into our this or that section okay as always you interpret this is our quick fire round you get two choices that you interpret in any way you like okay pretty simple all right you ready Uh, i think so let's go (laughs) all right number one see i don't even know if you have these over there starbucks or dunkin donuts are those things in Ireland? No, but I've experienced... Well, we have Starbucks, so I'm going to have to go with Starbucks. You have Starbucks. Y- yeah. When you... Next time you come, I don't know if you had some when you were in, in, in the States we before, but Dunkin' Donuts... Um, no, you guys had drive throughs drive through yeah. coffee, yeah. Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts, which were like the best thing ever. We don't have any drive through coffee places. See, see, this is one of the things that y'all, y'all are failing at. Ireland, yeah, we, we do a lot of things really well. One thing I think that you do extremely well is abracababra and the fries with the garlic on top. That is uh, my sorry, yeah. jam. When I lived in Milan, that was the thing that I craved the most. Or we also have a thing called the three in one, uh, oh. which is chips, rice, and curry sauce. Oh my god! Oh, oh my gosh! I'm so hungry. So bad. Okay. Yeah. So okay. next, yeah. So when I come over, I'll try that. When you come over here, you, I'm gonna take you to Dunkin' Donuts. It's gonna be Yay. amazing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> How about city or country? 
in the long haul country. Movies or TV shows? TV shows. <laughs> How about Dita Von Tees or Dirty Martini? Dirty Martini. Sorry, not mm-hmm. that I have any problem with Dita, but Dirty Martini. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. They're both wonderful. We know. We love them both. Yeah. But how about a Dirty Martini or a pint of beer? Oh, a Dirty Martini. I like my cocktails more. <laughs> you classy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Day or night? Day. Hmm. How about Harry Potter or Star Wars? Star Wars. Yes. I knew I liked, <laughs> I knew I liked you. Harry Potter's fine. Whatever. But Star Wars. I do love Harry Potter and I do love yeah. the term, like the mogul terminology. But Yeah. I know. suppose you're a couple years younger than me too. So you get that. I mean, I was a little too old. I guess you're never too old for Harry Potter, but I like wasn't in that like, you know, people like that group that just like was obsessed with it. But. Yeah, I grew up with Harry Potter being my bedtime stories. But at the same time, gotcha. I think Star Wars is just this whole other thing. And I got to nerd out <laughs> a little bit more. Yes. Since, uh, you know what apparently they have like uh, 13 more movies or there will be 13 movies like 2027? Keep them coming. As long as they're as good as the last ones, you know, I'm, yeah. keep them coming. I'll take them all. <laughs> How about top or bottom? Bottom bunk. <laughs> you know, you've listened before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was ready for that one. Y'all heard that? There was no hesitation. She's like, yes, I got this. <laughs> well, I, I prefer the bottom bunk. It's like my little cave. Exactly. It's great. You don't got to climb up to the top. It's good. How about mountains or ocean? Oh, that one's hard. That was mm. really hard because mm. I grew up as a sailor, but I also really like hiking. Oh, I'm trying to think if there's something in between. <laughs> well, basically Ireland. I mean, that's kind of one big, like, that you is. have both. It's such, it's so great. Yeah. Okay. Which one would I prefer? Oh, I don't know. If you had to choose. I'm trying to. Do it. I know. Um, it's really hard. This is not the one I expected to be able to have people to have this much problems with. <laughs> well, it's like because I'm naturally like a water baby, and I used to sail competitively, right. and I love the sea. Um, at the same time, I really love walking and hiking, and mm. my partner likes to climb mountains and always makes me worry about whether he will arrive alive or not, because he'll just Aww. cut all communication for me for like three days, and then he goes, hikes up Mont Blanc, uh, oh, which is like, you know, just have people die on that mountain, and I'm like, hey, do you want to reply to me right now? So with oh, that, man. no, actually, because, mm. <laughs> <laughs> We can circle back to this one if you want. Maybe, but I still don't have an answer. You still don't have an answer. Like it won't do any good. All right, all right, fine. I'll let you have them both. You keep your Ireland, and then you Yay! have them both. You're fine. Yeah, can fine. I say, can I go with an island? <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> How about classic or neo burlesque? Neo. I mean, I adore classic, but yeah. I think you have, you can have bits of classic in your neo. Of course, yes. They are not mutually exclusive. That is for sure. How about peanut butter or jelly? Peanut butter. Comedy or tragedy? Oh, mm. it depends on my mood. So if I'm like sewing and I don't want, oh, I'm going to go with tragedy. Tragedy? Even though I like comedy like as my own lifestyle, we're going to go with tragedy. <laughs> How about Marvel or DC? Marvel. Well, heels or bare feet? I'm going to go with bare feet because I still cannot walk in heels. <laughs> I know. I hear you. I'm doing um uh, for Orlando, the Orlando Fringe Theater Festival. We're doing the Rocky Horror Pole Show. And so I, I haven't done pole before or anything. But so we all had to get the um the shoes. Oh, you I know. have a pair. They are like way more comfortable than actual shoes. Oh, like yeah. Actual heels. Oh, good. They're okay. So comfortable because they're platforms as well. And whichever way pleasers are made, they just they're so lovely. Oh, good. That yeah. makes me feel a little better because I ordered two pairs and I'm really afraid. So we'll no. see. <laughs> how, how high are they? 
Um, I think these ones are five inches. One's a six, I think, for five and three quarters. My, my first pair, I told I ordered six. I think I ended up ordering seven inches. <laughs> Which, you know, isn't a bad thing. Somebody was telling me they're almost like easier when they're taller because the platform's yeah. bigger and stuff. But I still wanted to like take it easy a little bit and just do the <laughs> like I'm good with like five or six. Like that'll you be can, enough. You can so. wear them out if you want to, but at the same time they're yeah. kind of so special that I don't want to wear them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also, if you're doing them for poles, you 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 won't even be walking. Right. Well, see, I'm not really going up on the pole. We got our pole people, and then we got the rest of us who are like floor performers more. So, and then you have to do the heel bangs. Yes, they're doing some heel bangs. It's true. It's happening. So, Um, all right. Last one, the ever important sleep or sex. Oh, (laughs) I know. We'll see if this is as difficult as mountains or ocean for you. I don't know which one's going to be more difficult. It depends on whether Ian is listening or not. Um, sleep. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> I, work I don't blame too you. Hard. I love sex. At the same time, sleep is more important. Sleep is a good thing. It's true. Ian, I love you, but <laughs> I love sleep more. <laughs> I'm sure he knows. It's all right. <laughs> All right. I think we could talk all day long, but I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. I would love to hear before we go a couple different things. I would love to hear about any YouTube videos, particularly two of them, maybe one um, if you have one of yours up on YouTube, one that we should check out and one that we can't get enough or that you can't get enough of right now. And then along with that, you can also let us know the best ways to kind of get in touch with you, keep up with you and and see all the cool things that you're doing. Okay. Hmm. So YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, or Vimeo or wherever you know. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know if you have yours up. Do you have some stuff up? I do have some stuff up, and I also have stuff up on my website as well. If you want to go direct from there, but I'd say the one, the one that I watch, I think I said it earlier on, is my Miss Burlesque Ireland one, my unique routine. So if you just Google or YouTube, even Miss Burlesque Ireland 2016, Fifi Larue, unique. Um, if you want to have a laugh, you can Google or YouTube Fifi Larue. Mr. Lesk Ireland Classic 2015 and realize how horrendous I was. <laughs> Maybe don't. Uh, but no, my unique, my unique one is my special one. And as I said before, it's the video that I watch of myself that I'm like, that's what I achieved in three weeks. Fantastic. And and just so you, everybody knows too, um, you can Google them directly. I'm also going to put them, um, whichever ones, and if you want me to put the, the funny one, I can do that too, or the classic one. Um, <laughs> let me know. But I will at least put the unique one into the show notes page. So you can go to burlesquestripdown.com slash Fifi, that's F-I-F-I, and you can watch those videos right there, as well as get all the links to get a hold of her and everything. So I'm trying to think. I kind of think that I want to promote an Irish performer. But then it comes to the whole fact that, like, who do I promote? Um, <laughs> and rather than being that, who do I promote? I think if you want to, the, the videos that you should watch, and it's one of the perks of Miss Burlesque Garland, um, is that you can go to their YouTube channel and you have, like, a big information bank of all the videos. And you can go watch everybody and you can watch the winners and the competitors and everyone. And you can see everyone uh, and get to see how amazing we are. Um, and also exciting news that we are having a Mr. Boyless as well, which yes, makes me so, cool. so happy. Yes, that'll be awesome. Very yeah. good. So <laughs> if you are a male burlesque performer in Ireland and you're kind of wondering whether you should do it or not, please do it. Do it for me, please. Do it. Do it, do it. Not that I'm selfish or anything, but I really want to see more. I have some male performer friends in Ireland. Um, I don't think they're burlesque perform- boy-less performers, but I might have it. to tell them they should try. They should totally do it. Oh, it'd be so freaking amazing. 
Uh, what was the other one? Oh yeah, my social media platform. Yeah, how do we get a hold of you? Where <laughs> where where do we find Fifi? Uh, so on Facebook, I'm facebook.com forward slash the Rooney performer. Because uh, I do for all my circus stuff, I trade under Fee Rooney. Um, and then if you just want to Google it, it's Fee Rooney forward slash Fifi Larue or vice versa. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram because I love Instagram under Miss Fifi Larue, all one word. Or uh, if you're stuck with Twitter, you can find me. You can find me on my website. Woo woo. dot com. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, well, we did. I mean, we discussed, you know, in our pre-show chat, too, like we're, we, you and I are both like Twitter haters. You know, yeah. I have one because I have to have one and hashtag tripod and all that good stuff. But I hate it. I hate I it just, so much. I, so. Can't, I can't understand this. I can't get around it. Same. I, I know you have Snapchat, but I, I can't do Snapchat. Yeah, like I said, Snapchat, I kind of just keep more for like my personal friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So like for that, it's fun. And only the only reason I got into it is because they have those cool face filters so I can do funny things yeah. with my faces. So basically, I really use it for selfies and that's about it. My sister has Snapchat and I'll always steal her phone and I'll do the filters on my face. My little cousin is three years old. So she and I like that's our thing together. Every time she sees me, she's oh. like, oh, photo shoot, photo shoot. So we always do the Snapchat. So that, that part's fun. Cool. All right. Well, Fifi, it has been amazing. I am super excited um, to have gotten to know you and to you know share all of this with the Burlesque Strip Down audience. I think you have so much, you know, so much, there's so much value in what you have to share, um, you know, particularly as a performer in Ireland, as a performer who is, you know, so you have so much history in the performance field in various ways. And, and like, I like, as I've said several times, I love your approach to failure and that just, you know, embracing of it. I just think it's absolutely beautiful. And I know that we could talk more and more, but you're definitely, you will be on my short list to have back on the show sometime as we can, you know, dive, dive more into, I've been really obsessed with mindset lately. That's kind of been where I've, you know, been focusing a lot of my time. So you're a good yeah. person to have on board for that. Yeah, that makes me really happy. I would absolutely love to be back on. Um, and then if I may, just a yes, little please. I, um, I just want to give a huge thank you to Diva Hollywood and the Brig This Year Brother project on Facebook for actually giving us this opportunity. Uh, because without it, like, I don't know if our paths would ever have crossed. And for me, who I'm only two in terms of how old I am as a burlesque performer, such a big deal for me that I'm like, you, you want to talk to me? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's this fantastic group. And if you're interested into getting into burlesque, um, just search for it on Facebook. It's this big hive mind of older brothers and sisters and newer brothers and sisters who all ask questions. Of course, you know, almost everything has been asked already. So you can just search it and see if it's already there. <laughs> Especially about gluing rhinestones. Just oh, search about it. Don't ask. Just it's, search. It's, I, like it's, it's been one of the tools that have helped me uh, make the connections that I've made and get as far as I've gotten. Um, and I also love the mentality. And uh, there, there's something about calling people your brothers and your sisters that I do prefer. Because I know there's people who, who like being called mums, burlesque mums and that. But for me, when you're on that stage doesn't matter how long you've been performing for, whether you've been performing for 20 years or whether it's your first ever time on stage. But everybody, when you're on that stage, you are like equal to the next performer. Um, mm -hmm. So with the big brother-sister mentality that the actual siblings, we, we are all siblings, we are all equal and we're all siblings, which is 
is another thing that I really like. Agreed. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I think, um, and Diva is an amazing human being. You can definitely, uh, on the show notes page, I'll also link up to my episode with Diva Hollywood when she was She's on Irish too. She's well, have... actually. She's from up north, so maybe I'm not actually the first Irish person. That's true, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. I don't think of it because, you know, of course, she's, cause she's living, where is she living? In, in Liverpool at the moment, yeah. Because she, yeah, she's in Liverpool, so I wasn't even thinking about that. But I suppose technically you are correct. Yeah, yeah whatever. It depends, depends on where you stand on that. That's yeah, true. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't go into those politics either. <laughs> yeah. So yes, definitely check out my episode with Diva Hollywood. And then if you are a performer um, at, at any stage in your journey, check out that Facebook group, which again I will link up as well. Um, it's great, and it and I for me it's very interesting too because it's very UK heavy or um, and you know British Isles heavy. Um, but there are, you know, the occasional like Australian and then you get the occasional like American that chimes in like me and like we do things sometimes differently and in things you don't even realize that are done differently. So it's really interesting to hear another, you know, another continent's perspective and everything. So cool. Well, Fifi, thank you so much. This has been a blast. I have loved chatting with you and I am sure that it will not be the end of, you know, my viewer, my listeners hearing from you. <laughs> Hopefully. I like, you know, you're going to need to say goodbye to me now because I will not stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will just <laughs> wrap this up. Biting my tongue so hard so that I will not get on to another topic. You're all right. No, I wish we could. So again, thank you so much. And we will talk to you again soon. Okay. Thank you. Or actually, I should say, and there you have it. Oh, two hours of amazingness from this girl. I hope none of you had trouble understanding her accent. Did you? Did you, did you have to rewind a little bit sometimes? Oh, I love the Irish. I love you, Fifi. It's great. I love everyone with an Irish accent. So, and of course, a shout out to Diva, who, of course, was actually the, quote, first Irish performer. I just hadn't, had, didn't have it in my head because she lives in the UK now. But I love you both so much. Thank you to Diva for getting us in touch with each other, for creating that wonderful burlesque big sister, big brother community over on Facebook. The link for that, as well as the links for everything that Fifi and I have been talking about in these two episodes, is going to be over at her show notes for these two episodes, which is at burlesquestripdown.com slash Fifi, F-I-F-I. While you're at it, you can head to burlesquestripdown.com slash support. Check out our Patreon page. See if any of those perks there kind of jump out to you. If you can do even just a dollar a month would be immensely helpful in us helping us create this podcast and get it out to you and all of the other endeavors that we want to do. Burlesquestripdown.com slash join the posse. If you'd like to be one of those people, putting on these endeavors and getting this podcast out to everybody, in particular an audio editor. I'm just putting that call out there because I'm dying recording and editing these episodes every week. It kills me. (laughs) Anybody knows one, please let me know. And of course, I always appreciate sharing, subscribing, rating, reviewing. All those good things are immensely helpful as well. All right, my friends, I will be back at you next week. I haven't quite decided um, because I'm recording this like well ahead of time, so I don't really know what's happening next week. It's going to be a surprise. I've been kind of wanting to talk a little bit about some of my favorite new tech things that I've found, gadgets and applications and things like that. So maybe I'll have a little solo cast on that stuff. Maybe we'll bring somebody in for an interview. I don't know. It's going to be fun, whatever it is. So be sure that you've subscribed so you get these episodes delivered straight into your device as soon as they come out. All right, darlings. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to email me with any feedback you ever have, whether you liked this kind of two-part format or whether you would have preferred a shorter edited one and then an unedited one or just cut it all out and you know just give you a 20 minute one i just want to know i want to know what you want tell me what you want people i love you so much all right i'm gonna go calm down and stop drinking coffee for the day i will talk to you all again soon (laughs) 
<laughs> Take care and make sure that you stay sexy. How, how do you say it? Tell me. Gul rev ma agush. Gul rev ma agush. G. 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 Rev. Rev. Ma. Rev. Mach. Agush. Agush. I'm going to forget that immediately. Oh, wait, what is it? Agut. 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 If you say it really fast, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I love Irish so much. Ah, the crack. It's great. Ah, for fuck's sake. Like, that's basically yeah, the extent of my Irish accent. That's all I can do is swear. That's a pretty good one. 